Clara, thank you so much for joining me on this mini-sode on how you can pitch the Get Paid podcast. So first, can you just set a little bit of context, what your show's about and who your main audience is? Yes, absolutely. So my show involves questions about how much money you make. So the first thing you need to know is you got to be comfortable with that. Um, I ask business owners about their business models, how much revenue they bring in, what their expenses are, what percentage of revenue their expenses end up being, their take-home pay. So really detailed and nosy questions. But my audience, which is primarily course creators, coaches, consultants, they absolutely love it. And I also know that my guests tend to get a lot of work from being on my show. Ooh, that's a nice tidbit. Well, I'm sure now everybody is debating whether or not they're going to talk about their money for that trade-off. And I know you're doing a little bit of shift. So your show is predominantly interviews at the moment. You mentioned that you're going to be doing more solo episodes in the future. So the biggest question is whether you'll be open to getting any kind of guest pitches for your podcast going forward. I'm not ruling them out because I really feel like I love actually talking about other people's businesses and their money. Sometimes it can be a a little bit more energetically consuming to do that. For now, I am about to do just a batch of solo episodes, but this is a show that I intend to keep doing. So that may mean I'm going to need, you know, 20, 30, a hundred new guests in the next few years. So I'm open to it. And when you say you're not ruling it out and you're open to it, Give us a little bit more detail on the kinds of things that you want people to approach you with. Like what kind of guests are you most interested in having? What do you want, if they contact you, what do you want them to be sharing with you when they reach out? Sure. The one thing I'd actually like to start with is that you don't have to be a six or seven figure business owner in order to be on the show. A lot of people actually think that they're not big enough Uh, So they don't pitch me, which is a shame. The only thing that really matters is that you have something interesting to share, not something to teach because I don't care about your area of expertise. I want to know about the behind the scenes of your business, what you have learned over your time in business, you know, preferably at least a couple of years. If you have specific stories or specific tactics Um, that you can share about. I want to hear those in the pitch because the people who get on the show, who I don't have any existing relationship with before, they pitch me with great stories included in the pitch. They don't take all day doing it, but they're not sharing something that's two or three lines long or something that's generic, like how I grew my seven-figure agency. Boring. (laughs) Let's get some details, please. Because if all I know are generics, then you might be a totally generic guest. Mm, That is such a great point. (laughs) You need a little bit more. I love that you said that you also don't have to be a six or seven figure business owner already. I know that a lot of people hold themselves back, but if your show is like, how do you get paid? It's, I think it's valuable hearing those perspectives of people who might be at the very start or maybe a side gigger who doesn't have the aspirations even of, you know, doing more than that. So I think that's a really sweet thing to call out. Definitely. Absolutely. And also business models that are a bit unusual, like a percentage of revenue share or a coaching business with an e-commerce thing, because you're also selling a physical product. I love lessons about trying something new, stories about how somebody launched a physical product and it was a huge success or it was a huge disaster. 
Mm. I, I love that kind of thing. Okay, cool. What about your pet peeves? What are things that people should avoid doing? Emailing me is the first one. I have a form on my site where you can fill it out to apply. And that's clairepels.com forward slash podcast dash interview. I no longer even forward the emails to my virtual assistant to have him send the link to the form. If you can't find that with Google, then you know, you're not getting in. Most of the pitches I get now are from pitching companies and they are vague and generic and they clearly do not listen to the show. So honestly, I would like people to know exactly what they're getting into when they come on the show so that I don't have to worry about whether or not I can ask the right questions. I am just thinking like that form is not on your site navigation at all. That is a little bit of a barrier to entry. <laughs> I, I don't care. Is it on your contact page? I'm like Googling. Oh, it is it? No, it's probably nowhere to be found. Except- no. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Here's gauntlet thrown. (laughs) Here's the thing, Bridget. I have said it on the podcast a number of times. I've said it on my Instagram. So I've said it in emails. You know, like it's not my fault if you're an agency. You know, if you want, you could reach out to to hey at Claire Pels or info at Claire Pels. Any of the like respond to any of the newsletter emails and say, hey, do you take pitches? Because then somebody could say, yes, here's the form instead of junking up my inbox. Because I guess I, you know, completed the who owns this or whatever that thing is when you start a website and it's got my personal email on it. And so I get them all and now I just delete. Well, and I will say that, so I did a, a book launch for being boss and I started being on the receiving end because I was listed as their publicist contact. pitches. <laughs> so I feel that pain. <laughs> I feel that pain. Even after responding to people being like, I'm even after they, I asked them to strip me off of every part of their site when we were done, I still get those pitches. I'm so sorry to hear that. (laughs) I mean, and do you respond? Because I have to stop responding. (sighs) I am going to do a whole episode on this. I often respond. And the reason is, is that because I have been a 22 year old junior woman working in PR with no support. And I know how abusive those environments are. And so I have a lot of empathy for the people who are actually doing this. I don't expect other people to, but I think I'm going to do a whole episode on like how toxic PR agencies are and like why this happens. So at least you can understand (laughs) where they're coming from. So I tend to respond because I feel really, really bad for the people who are being aggressively questioned on what results they're getting without getting any sort of support. It's, it's a pretty bad environment to work in. So I try to like give them, I feel like it's like giving back, but that's cause that's my industry. You know, that's nice. I know you're like, nah, not for me, which it doesn't, it's not your job. I mean, that's, that's the end of the day, right? It's like, it's, it's not your job. It's those agencies job. They should be the ones doing that. Well, here's the thing. Either way, they're not going to get a response from me. They're not yeah. going to get a response if they fill out the form. And that's not their fault, but it's just like right now I'm not, I'm not taking on any interviews. So it's just sort of the same. So if they have to go back and talk to somebody about their results and they filled out this form, there's still not, still nothing. Well, right. I mean, you have to protect your time. Do you think, sorry, I know this is not what this episode is about, but I need to ask, do you think that people pitching podcasts should reach out directly to the podcast interviewer or to their people? Wait, can you explain that question a little bit? 
So the email that's listed to reach me is clearly my email, yeah. right? So these people are like, oh, I'm getting straight to Claire, probably. Mm-hmm. Whereas I want them to go to anyone else <laughs> because it, this should not be something I'm dealing with right now. But maybe that's not the case. Oh, that's interesting. So the way that I think about it is that on the side of the person pitching, we have a lot of podcasters and different media people giving us conflicting advice about what they want. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the, I think the challenge is, is that you're trying to cr- figure out what is the best thing you can do. And there's no like one right answer. And so from my perspective, if you have a way that you want people to do it, it's better for you, the podcaster to just tell people so that they can do it. Like they want to do, not everyone. There are spammers who address things to people the wrong name and they don't, clearly don't know what your show's about. So we can like, all of those people are trash. Okay. Let's put them to the side. <laughs> There's 10% of people left who really want to do the right thing. And I think that like just letting them know is not just a kindness to them, but it's a kindness to you. And then if they still don't follow your instruction, then they go into the trash as well. Got it. That's, that's my, like my thing where it's like, if you're not making it clear for them, like, it's almost like you're only harming yourself. Yes. Okay. And now I see why I need to have that link to submit as a guest, because maybe if I just had, uh, except none of these people are, I mean, my contact page is clearly on my site and my email address is not on it. So nobody is contacting me the way I say on my contact page to email, to get in touch. So automatically those people don't care. Right. I think so. But anyway, rant over, go on. I know it's like a, it's like a whole thing, but I mean, honestly, this is why I wanted to have people doing these episodes because this way people can, if they're curious about a specific podcast and Googling, right? Like how do I pitch the get paid podcast? You're here kind of laying it out there exactly for what people want. And that then hopefully there's that percentage of people who are a good fit. Like I always tell people when I'm teaching them that if you are doing the right things, you are going to stand out because there's so many people who are just spamming podcasters. And so if you are actually taking the extra time and the care, you know, that's going to rise above. And then of course they have to make sense for your show, right? They have to be the right time with the stories that you're interested, like everything you shared with. And so that's why I wanted to do these bonus interviews with the people who actually take guests. Like not every person I'm interviewing for this podcast has guests, but for people who do, because it is a way to kind of like, figure out and hear from the podcasters directly what they like and to hear why things might change individually and like get a sense of that. So hopefully the people who care about doing the right thing (laughs) will be able to Google this or find this and hear it and and then do it, right? Because everything you've just said is like, we are open in these very specific conditions. And so I think the takeaway for people listening isn't just like, oh, I should never, ever pitch clear in the Get Paid podcast. But if you're going to take care, like listen to the episodes, think about what the stories are, like listen to some episodes and hear what what those stories are that you seem to be interested in, right? That's what I would advise somebody, like go look for those and see like, oh, do I have something that I think would be really interesting as well? These things aren't unknowable. They can figure it out by by listening and paying attention. Listen, I also know the work involved with sending a good pitch. Like the thought of listening to multiple episodes of the Get Paid podcast, which is an always over an hour long, like 
that is a lot of work. And I understand mm-hmm. that. But I guess like right now, you know, the bar is super high to get on the show simply because I have a backlog of people who have pitched and I'm not even, you know, making interviews my priority right now. But I will say, Bridget, thank you for pointing this out to me that I'm not making it easy for anyone to pitch the show. So I can't necessarily be so angry. (laughs) They're not doing a good job. Well, I just think it's like if you don't want people doing a certain thing and you have something else, it's like just, you know. Yeah. Easier to tell them than you <laughs> I feel like it's like the nanny cam debate when people have kids and there's like that whole debate of like, should you tell your babysitter you have a nanny cam? And it's like, well, do you want to prevent the bad thing happening or catch it? Oh, right. that's a really good question. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, a conversation for another time. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing here. You started talking about this a little bit about podcast guests that you maybe are a little bit more interested in like people with these blended revenue models. Is there anything where you're like, God, I've never talked to somebody who has this kind of revenue model, but I've always been really curious about it or like anybody that you'd really want to hear from. No, my listeners do not prioritize the diversity in business model at all. I don't think they want to hear the good stories. They want to hear the big lessons learned the I tried this and it worked, or I tried this and it didn't work, or I'm trying this. That's what they want to hear about. I mean, that's really what I want to hear about. The only other thing is that I'm really looking to have a diverse group of voices on my show, racially diverse. I mean, actually not, I was going to say genderly, but that's probably not a word. I actually mostly interview women. It's not really because I don't want to talk to men, but I'm just I get the best pitches from women. They could be certainly, you know, any gender, any race. I know something I ask people about their pronouns on my show, but I have yet to actually have somebody who has pronouns that you don't expect them to have. So that's something that like, I need to do a much better job of going out and finding guests who can, you know, not be, certainly not be the, the token non-cisgendered person on the show, but simply to, to share their background and their own experience. So that's, that's important to me as well in terms of the, the guests that I choose. We were talking about this before, but there's just been a whole reckoning of about that in the podcast community. And I think that it's a really important moment and there's a lot of concerns about tokenism, but you've just been really thoughtful in going out and finding people that you're really just to talk to and it shows, you know, I think that's really important in this space. I don't know if I'm really doing it right, to be honest, Bridget. I still sometimes go, am I just participating in tokenism here? So I'm certainly open to that feedback as well. It's hard. It is definitely a a really hard topic that we all just have to try and learn and try again, you know, do your best, stumble occasionally, learn from the stumble and keep moving. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Claire, thank you so much. I hope that that was actually helpful for you to talk about that form. I feel like I'm changing it right now, Bridget. I'm literally on the back end of my contact page. Like I should focus here, but um, (laughs) I, it's the the only thing on my to-do list after this episode wraps. Oh my God. I feel so good right now. I feel like that was, that was awesome. Like I, I didn't want you to feel like I was being confronting with my, you know, it's like this delicate thing now being on both sides of the table now that I'm doing a podcast, but have been been in PR a long time. And um, I don't know, I try to bring a lot of empathy into my work. So (laughs) Totally. But people need to be confronted with this kind of thing with many things. And I do it on my show. I'm sometimes 
too much of a wuss to do it really well, but you know, we got to give it our go. Yeah. Every day we just dust up and try again. Well, definitely check out Claire's podcast at the Get Paid Podcast. You can find it at clairepels.com forward slash podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave Claire some amazing reviews because her show is amazing and is my favorite business podcast. So I strongly recommend you check it out whether you want to pitch it or not. Thank you so Thanks. much, Claire. Thank you, Bridget. Bridget.